prison in Russia. Her WNBA team is rallying to bring her home. Voters in Montgomery County will soon pick nominees for an expanded council. I'm John Aaron. Scattered showers and thunderstorms today. Highs for us will be in the mid-80s. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. Brits are reacting to the news this morning that embattled British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has agreed to step down. I was originally a fan, but I think for a long time now, the writing's been on the wall, and I, th and I think it was getting very desperate. I think we've got to look at, the, look at our, our reputation on a global basis as well. CBS News correspondent Vicki Barker from London on the future. What happens now? Boris Johnson wants to stay on for months until his conservative party chooses his successor at its annual meeting in the fall. But it's possible his fed-up party will work to unseat him sooner, installing a caretaker prime minister until they can elect a replacement. At least 10 candidates expected to vie for the job. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. The suspect accused of shooting into a July 4th parade outside Chicago made his first court appearance. He's being held with no bond. Police say he was contemplating attacking another parade in Madison, Wisconsin. The mayor there, Sacha Rose Conway. On his way here, he drove past hundreds of communities celebrating the 4th of July. All of us are at risk when weapons of war are on our streets. A new report reveals disturbing information about another mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. CBS's Janet Shamlian has more. A Uvalde police officer had the gunman in his sights outside before the shooter entered the school and asked a supervisor for permission to shoot, but never received it. Texas State University issued the report, it says, at the request of the governor and Department of Public Safety. Investigators are looking for who sold the fentanyl that may have killed nine people over the weekend in the Florida panhandle. Six deaths have been confirmed, with three more believed to be from the tainted drugs as well. Gadsden County Sheriff Morris Young says other drugs are common there. Fentanyl is not. A lot of these drugs are coming from the southern border into Atlanta and dispersed down here to uh, South Georgia, North Florida. Young says his priority now is finding the dealers and getting these opioids off the street before they kill again. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. The American Academy of Pediatrics is revising its sleep recommendations for infants for the first time in six years to prevent sleep-related deaths. CBS Boston medical reporter Dr. Malika Marshall. The AAP is emphasizing that infants need to sleep alone on their backs on flat surfaces without an incline and that no soft bedding, blankets, or toys should be in the crib or bassinet. U.S. stock futures are up. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 703, Thursday morning, July 7th. We have a chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms today. Highs in the mid-80s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Nick Einelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. Election 2022 coverage on WTOP. 
Maryland's primary is less than two weeks away, but you don't have to wait. You can vote early in person starting today. You have a week to vote early in person in Maryland. Special early voting centers like this one at the Jane Lawton Community Rec Center in Chevy Chase are open from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. through July 14th. There are 14 voting centers in Montgomery County, 13 in Prince George's County. Voters are picking candidates for the top three posts in the state, governor, attorney general, and comptroller, who will face off in November. Also, all eight U.S. House districts are up for grabs. Primary day in Maryland is July 19th. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Head to WTOP.com for a full list of early voting locations around the area and everything else you need to know about Maryland's elections. Meantime, there's a shortage of election judges in Frederick County, Maryland. About 750 people have signed up. That's about 150 fewer than the county needs to avoid bottlenecks at the polls. And in neighboring Montgomery County, almost 800 duplicate absentee ballots were mailed by mistake to voters ahead of the primary. County election officials are asking voters who got two ballots to destroy one. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has signed emergency legislation that gives adults easier access to marijuana. Effective immediately, the new law allows D.C. residents 21 and older to self-prescribe medical marijuana, no longer needing a doctor's recommendation for a patient card. Mayor Bowser says it will bring more medical marijuana patients into the legal marketplace at medical marijuana dispensaries. There are several dozen unregulated gifting shops that operate through a hole in the city's law legalizing pot. They gift marijuana to the buyer of an incidental item, such as a postcard. Dick Iliano, WTOP News. Patients can buy up to eight ounces of cannabis within a 30-day period. Registrations are free through August 18th and will be valid for two years. New this morning, a woman has died in a head-on collision in Suitland, and another person has serious injuries. Police say two vehicles were traveling in opposite directions on Regency Parkway about 1.30 this morning. One of the vehicles crossed the double yellow line. One of the drivers died at the scene. The other is in a hospital. The death of a AAA worker helping a driver in Bowie this week is a grim reminder to drivers to obey move-over laws. There are versions of those laws in every state and D.C. It's unfortunate that we need a law for these kind of situations. John Marshall with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says everyone should be looking out for each other. See a vehicle stopped ahead of you on the side of the road, whether it's a first responder or just a motorist that's broken down, we should all practice, you know, slowing down and moving over. He says every time you drive, be careful out there and just remember how dangerous driving is. Christy King, WTOP News. More information this morning about when the aging RFK Stadium in the district is going to be demolished. Events DC, which operates the more than 60-year-old stadium, says it should be down by the end of next year. It says crews are now inventorying hazardous chemicals, uh, hazardous materials, I should say, at the site. And permits to begin the $20 million demolition process have already been applied for. The stadium hasn't had a full-time tenant since 2018. Coming up after WTOP traffic and weather, what council district do you live in? In Montgomery County, it might be confusing for the election that's coming up. 707. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Fred Butler, the Senior Director for Industry Strategy and Solutions at DocuSign, says agencies have the opportunity to digitize forms and improve the experience for citizens and employees alike. 
there are so many standard forms that are completed by government employees, by government applicants, by individuals looking to receive services from the government. And all of those processes, if they were digitized, the workflows would be streamlined. Reduction in the number of errors that were in those documents, it would reduce the time that it takes to process the documents. We're seeing examples in agencies where things that may have taken a hundred hours have been reduced to few hours in, in one day. Let DocuSign Kara 